This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. The value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. What a time it's been in South Africa politically and economically and here's a piece that was sent to me earlier this afternoon and I understand it hasn't been seen by anybody else and it says the following, after shaky 2016, South Africa's economy was set for a recovery in 2017. The first quarter was always going to be weak, it says, but better commodity prices were supposed to boost investment through the year. Improved consumer confidence was going to support vehicle sales in early March, I thought, the author says, 2017 growth could get to 1.8%. 1.8% sounds outlandish. What a difference four months make. On the telephone now is the author of this piece, and that is Nazmira Muller, who's the co-head of Fixed Income Africa and South Africa and Investec Asset Management in Cape Town. So we thought 1.8%, which is anemic anyway, but we're going to get something much, much less extraordinary times, Nazmira. Good evening, Lindsay. That's exactly it. So we'd be lucky to get half a percent this year, maybe 0.6, but that's about as high as it's going to get to. Four and a half months ago, you go on to say, Jacob Zuma reshuffled his cabinet and destabilised the South African economy. And the destabilisation continues, despite the fact earlier this week we had some hope. That hope has now, I don't know if it's evaporated, but it's certainly been lessened. I'm not sure I had hope for the economy earlier this week. I think there was a lot of political speculation about whether or not the motion of no confidence would succeed. But the economic consequences, at least in the short term, were always going to be limited. We have a confidence problem. We have a concern around the regulatory environment, and that requires strong leadership to be resolved. And that wasn't going to happen, whatever the outcome of the no confidence motion. Very good. Let's talk about no confidence and confidence. No confidence, we know, is out the way now. It was the eighth or the ninth. I can't remember which iteration of no confidence we had earlier this week, but it's out the way now. But confidence in the South African economy has been dealt a severe blow. How important is confidence at the CEO level, the state-owned enterprise level, the government level and the consumer level to you? Confidence is vital on every one of those levels. So when we talk about the CEO level, we talk about the fact that you've seen investment dry up last year, and we were expecting some return this year on the back of stronger commodity prices. Unfortunately, the combination of the cabinet reshuffle and the absolute debacle in the regulatory environment in the mining sector means that we are seeing none of that come through. When you talk about state-owned enterprises, the issue there is more confidence amongst investors. Because we've seen state-owned enterprises unable to raise funding in the capital markets this year. And then the last factor is households. Households need confidence to spend. And when they do not feel like they have a clear view on what happens in the future, you see consumption being reined in. You see fewer people being employed across the household space as well. And that's exactly what the second quarter employment data showed us. 
Let's have a look at the hard, cold facts. The cold, hard facts. We have had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. So technically, we are in a recession. We've got a PMI mired below 50. We've got inflation, which is coming down. But is that a good coming down inflation? I mean, OK, it's all to do with the food prices coming down and the RAND being nice and strong. But also a very, very important factor is the lack of domestic demand. So you know, maybe about a third of that inflation coming down is a negative a negative factor, if you see what I mean. So if we look at that and we look at the South African Reserve Bank cutting rates by 25 basis points at the last meeting, do we think that is enough in order to stem the tide of negativity? The 25 basis points is not going to stem the tide of negativity, unfortunately. I don't think there's very much the Reserve Bank can do in isolation to resolve the negativity at this point in time. What we need to see is the overall environment starting to change and move in a more positive direction. The 25 basis point rate cut helps a little bit. If they cut again, it'll help a little bit more, but it's a very small offset to the other headwinds facing the consumer at this point in time. Every time we get something positive, in other words, there is a secret ballot for the no confidence vote. We say to ourselves, this is fantastic, maybe this time. But then we get set back. So one step forward, two steps back. It's almost becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy that South Africa will continue to be mired in an economic and socio-economic and confidence malaise. What do we need to get out of this? We need clear and strong leadership. And that's why I am less disappointed about the outcome from Tuesday's vote than you appear to be, Lindsay, because I don't think that any outcome from there was going to result in clear and confident leadership. I'm more hopeful on the ANC's December electoral conference, perhaps naively so, but I am more hopeful that we could produce more positive outcome from there. You say, with so many negative numbers, it's worth summarising the key points. To date, the Cabinet reshuffle has resulted in, number one, significant job losses in the second quarter, which totaled 73,000 if you exclude the seasonal agricultural job losses, a reversal in fixed investment plans as corporates opt to hoard cash instead, presumably, and as Mira to do other things with them, a sluggish growth outlook, weaker than budgeted for growth in government revenue, an increase in borrowing costs, an inability by state owned companies to raise commercial funding. And when you look at this and you're a CEO or you're a household, you wake up and you say, not yet, I'm not going to get out of this negativity spiral. I'm not going to go out and spend. So as I said to you earlier on, what is it going to take? You've already answered that. But how long do you think it will take for those answers to be answered? I think there are many quick wins to be achieved if you had cohesive policymaking. I don't think it necessarily will take a very long period of time. But for example, some positive certainty in the mining sector. Yes, mining companies need to do a lot more in terms of their socioeconomic responsibility, but the policy also needs to be in place that allows for positive economic profits to be made from the space on a long-term basis, and that will encourage long-term fixed investment to be made. So that's just one example where some clarity on the policy could produce some big wins. Another is the electricity space. We've had no signing of renewable projects for the last two years. That's a very easy thing 
to just remove the blockage. The private sector is funding it. It's proved far more efficient than Eskimid building uh, power capacity in the country. We just need to remove the bottleneck to get that going. Third one would be digital migration. So we have all these easy wins, Lindsay, that we can take and that will quickly start to offset the negatives and turn the tide. But we need strong leadership to do that. Yeah, if, if, if we need strong leadership, but we're not getting strong leadership. And if the succession program, as prescribed by certain levels and hierarchies of the ANC, come to the fore, then we're not going to get that. We're just going to get the same cronyism. You end your piece by saying the following, Nazmira. The underlying cause is a lack of confidence. We've mentioned confidence. While the ANC continues to focus on its internal political battle, seemingly to the death, there will be no restoration in confidence. Therefore, these trends are likely to continue without a dramatic change of direction by January 2018. Further rating downgrades will follow. This will exacerbate the problems. However, they will not cause the problem. A credit rating is a scorecard, not a root cause. The root cause is the lousy policies. I like that word, lousy. Lousy policies and low confidence levels evident in South Africa at this point. I would put it to you that there is a chance that we continue for the next few years along the same road that we've been travelling for the last few years. And we could go the road of Zimbabwe. Not as bad, but it could get to that sort of level of negativity and disaster, economic disaster. Any chance of that? Lindsay, there's always a chance of that. But I think there's a relatively low chance of that. I think our institutions have proved to be far more durable than Zimbabwe is. I think we saw our institutions in action earlier this week. I think that we will continue to see them show their fortitude, particularly the judiciary through September. There's some very important court cases coming up. I think the media in South Africa is vitally important. And I think what's happened is you've seen a huge awakening amongst the general population. South Africans are not naive about what's happening and there will be ramifications. If the ANC doesn't self-correct in December, they will feel the impact in 2019. You sound relatively optimistic compared to me. Is that the case? I think that's a fair summary, but you seem very, very depressed. So I think it would be easy to be relatively more optimistic at this point in time. Nazmira, thanks very much for your time this evening. That's Nazmira Muller, co-head of fixed income for Africa and South Africa at Investec Asset Management in Cape Town. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider.